Thanks to everyone who's listening. And uh, Frank, buddy, hope you have a good week. All right. See you next week. All right, wait. Hold up. I have some bad news. What? The first half looks, or not the first half, but like the first 20 minutes. I don't know what happened. It just fucked up and it's not there. Uh, so can we redo the first 20 minutes? Oh, all right. What do we talk about the first 20 minutes? Just go, just go from the start, and we'll be good. And I'll edit it together. Just you gotta start from the beginning. I don't know what all happened. Right. It's just disappeared. It stopped when when you were talking about the Broncos. All right. Well, uh, let's see so, how we can do this. How my Thanksgiving went? Yeah. <laughs> 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 What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War. Ah, good guy. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. RBIs is most important. Slugging percentage and OPS. Wins and losses and ERA. But don't come around with that wins or replacement because I say war. Good God, dog! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing! Yeah! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of Allow Me to Be Frank. We're recording this for the second time on Monday night, November 27th. Uh, for any first time listeners out there, you can find us on Twitter at FrankTheTankPod. If you like what you're hearing and if you're a fan of Frank, the best way to support him is to subscribe on iTunes, uh, rate, and leave a review. And thanks in advance to anyone who does that. Frank, this is we just we had a first recording miscue on uh, allow me to be Frank. We lost the first 20 minutes, so we're gonna try to redo it here. Uh, is that like your... Nixon? Is that like Nixon's missing yeah. 15 minutes in the <laughs> Watergate scandal? We don't know what happened to it. Yeah. So we're all loosened up already. Uh, why, why don't you tell the listeners how your Thanksgiving was? Oh, Thanksgiving was good. Uh, I, I, I mean, it, the leftovers were good, of course, especially when you get to do it a second time. It's always <laughs> good, but not quite as good because you're a little forced sometimes. And uh, But, yeah, I went to uh, five jars of gravy. Uh, I, the over-under, I believe, was five, so I nailed it right on <laughs> On five, uh, stuffing came out really good. <laughs> stuffing stuff a gravy, you got to pick one for the rest of your life. Well, I could always replace stuffing with mashed potatoes, but gravy is <laughs> gravy is a staple. You, I can't live without gravy. I need gravy. I need lots and lots of gravy. What a I quote. need to be on I that gravy stream. I can't live without gravy. So yeah, that question was uh, brought in by... At Peter's thoughts, he wanted to know if you could uh, give up by the stove top stuffing or gravy for life, which it would be. And then, yeah, like you said, at Shitty Tibbs, how many jars of gravy went down? And the answer was five. Not not a great slate for Thanksgiving football. The Cowboys were sticking the a Cowboys. Yeah, they, they had a tough game tonight. Uh, I was watching it while we were recording it the first time, and damn, they lost. <laughs> good young team, though? Good young team. Still ahead of schedule, although it sucks losing to the Florida Panthers at home. Yeah, that's the one you should have won. The problem is their defense is a little shaky. That's what they got to get their improvement on. I think what I'm most bummed about what we might have lost in recording is uh, is the Marvel DC conversation we had. 
Oh yeah, well you know, I I'm I I went to go see uh, Justice League this week. Yeah. And the problem is I I, I got and I'm already got my tickets for Star Wars. Yes, the next Devil game I'm going to is also Star Wars Night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always got to see the Star Wars on the first day because I don't want to hear any whisper of what happened. So I have to go see it on the first night. I I work that day. It's my last day before Christmas vacation. So 10 o'clock, I'm going to be there watching it and Clifton. So anyway, uh, I like going to see Marvel movies. Uh, Thor was a laugh riot. Uh, you know, the problem is we got Marvel compared to DC. DC sort of like forces it. And I watched... Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice League, and Justice League was good for a DC movie, but you know the problem is, Marvel did everything right. They introduced all these characters to you. They had the Thor movie, they had the uh, Captain America movie, uh, you didn't need one for Black Widow, but she was in <laughs> Iron Man 2 enough, so you knew who she was, and who the hell wants to see a Hawkeye movie? I mean, if Hawkeye's in a movie, you better put someone else in it because Hawkeye can't carry anything. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, we we only bring him because he makes good guacamole dip. That's why the only reason why he's part of the Avengers. I mean, seriously, is there a more useful, useless Avenger than Hawkeye? I mean, for crying out loud, all he does is shoot arrows. I mean, I mean, if he dies, it's like you know, it's just Hawkeye. No one's gonna mourn for him. <laughs> no one, and then you got, but, but and then you got the, the, the DC movies. Is the problem is Batman versus Superman, and all of a sudden here's Wonder Woman. Oh, there's Wonder Woman. Okay, here's a Wonder Woman movie. All right, now here's Justice League. Now all of a sudden they have Cyborg, the Flash, and uh, Aquaman. And, and they didn't introduce any of these characters. So it's like they're trying to, like, explain who these guys are, like, forcing it. Okay, here's this. this, 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 this. Well, you guys know who the Flash is. <laughs> here's Aquaman. Well, you know who he is. He talks to fish. Here he is. He's, he's, he's from Atlantis. See, there's Atlantis. We're going to see him from Atlantis. See, there's Atlantis. Hi, Atlantis. We'll see more of you when we come out with the Aquaman movie and fully explain who you are. And this is the biggest problem with DC. They just, every. Now, this one, they, they, they made it a little more lighthearted. And the problem with Batman versus Superman was Lex Luthor sucked. He, he was a terrible... I mean, Jesse Eisenberg, he, first off, he's too young to play Lex Luthor. And then he's got all his hair, and then they shave it at the end. Oh, now he's Lex Luthor. See, he's bald. He's Lex. <laughs> but but the, the thing I don't get about is Batman and Superman are going toe-to-toe. They're trying to kill each other. Batman's trying to kill Superman with the friggin' Spear of Krypton. And then all of a sudden he's like, save my mother, Martha. Your mother is named Martha? My mother's name is Martha. We're best friends now! It's like this, it's like the scene from Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? Yes! So that was uh that was pretty much our word for word, our Marvel DC discussion. Uh, you know, Frank Frank had all his thoughts to share. And then we, we talked about Star Wars a bit. Uh Frank, we heard about we heard from you about your dolphins. Uh, oh, not, not, not a lot to talk about. <laughs> your season's going off the deep end. The season's going down the drain. Coach is snorting lots of cocaine. And a quarterback that doesn't give a flying fuck. He's making 10 million bucks. It's a season of suffering. The Patriots keep winning again. 
Maybe another Super Bowl, maybe more. The Dolphins just can't get out of their own way. And it's been this way for many, many years. And lots of tears. Another season of suffering. Uh, and then I asked you about how you you stick with it with the Dolphins at the end. Or you kind of you know you tune out a bit here. You got to give your devils. Uh, well, first off, the problem is I, I it's it's hard because I don't have the NFL t- ticket, so I watch the Red Zone. But it's the point now. I just know oh, what the four and seven seasons <laughs> over. Just lose every game. Get a good draft pick. I don't give a shit anymore. The season's over. We talked a little MVP because we put out that poll. 53% of you voted for Tom Goat Brady as MVP over Carson Wentz. Uh, Frank, you had said that you still liked Wentz. And what, you want to share your thoughts why? Well, right now, Wentz is the second leading passer. He's got the most touchdowns in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Eagles' success is a little more surprising. I mean, Brady's right in there with him, but I just think that. What Wentz has done, I think Wentz has put up better numbers overall. I think Wentz is more important to the Eagles. I mean, you know, here's the thing with Tom Brady, and it's why I don't think he's the best quarterback of all time. (laughs) Wait, what did you just say? Frank. I think think Bill Belichick could have made any quarterback with a little bit of talent the best quarterback of all time. I think it's just Bill – I think it's more Bill Belichick than Brady. I now I'll put him in. I'll put him on Mount Rushmore. I'll put him on the the, the, the top four of all time. But to me, take I'll take Joe Montana. You you want us to lose this recording too, so so this doesn't have to come out into the world. <laughs> I don't think he's the best of all time. I'm saying I'm not saying he's not he's he's one of the four best of all time. He's up there. But to me, I'm I'm always going to take Joe Montana. We, I fully get what you're saying. You know, Sorry and I are both Pats fans, so I'm, we're always going to think Brady's the best. And Bill definitely, like, you know, an interesting case study is if you swap Brady and Manning on the teams they're on. You know, Peyton Manning probably wins three or four Super Bowls with Bill, too. But so I think it was definitely, you know, the com- the combination of it. No? If Peyton Manning was on the Patriots, I, they would have won eight Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's that is possible. a flaming hot take. I was trying to give you give you a point in your favor here, Frank. I mean, Peyton Manning is the best regular season quarterback of all time. He just didn't. There was something that happened to him in playoff games. Mm-hmm. It was called Foxborough. <laughs> uh, but the problem is the, the problem is this. It's it's like I I I always say, Tom Brady, and it, 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 it's the AFC East in a nutshell. The AFC East. It's not like they used to say that a coach, one coach is playing chess and one player, coach is playing checkers. Mm-hmm. You see, the problem is nobody in the AFC East is even playing checkers anymore. <laughs> I mean, the, the Patriots are the Patriots are like Gary Kasparov and Bobby Fischer playing chess. Meanwhile, the, uh, the, the Jets are playing shoots and ladders. The Dolphins are stuck in Candyland, and the Bills just take that little spinning and going wee wee. Uh, then we had a question at Golden Curtis eighty five wanted to know who's your uh, if you have a pick to win the Super Bowl outside of the Pats or Eagles right now. Well, in the AFC, I'll take the Steelers. They're the only other team that looks like they have a pulse. Mm-hmm. Although the Steelers play down to their competition way too much for me. I mean, yesterday that was ridiculous. 
I mean, they made Brett Hundley look like Aaron Rodgers at times. Yeah. And, and really, they're, they're lucky they won that game. I mean, they just slept walk for the entire first half. Hundley's throwing these passes, and their defensive backs are just looking and going, oh, he called it. Oh, wow. Duh. Uh. <laughs> so the Steelers, if they play their A game, can beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But when are we going to see the A game? I mean, it, 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 a lot of times when they see that uh, flying Elvis on the uh, side of the helmet, the, the Steelers end up uh, crawling into the field position. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know the exact numbers, but Brady against the Steelers is something like 10-1 and one all time. Never lost in the I, playoffs. Well, not in this era. Right, in yeah. Brady's era. I then asked you if you remembered when Alex Smith was good. Remember when Kareem Hunt was a rookie of the year candidate? Remember when the Chiefs were still an NFL team? Remember when they were 5-0? and <laughs> that, that was ugly. A home game to lose like they did, and we were trying to figure out, you know, what's happening. The offense is so painful, too. It's like two yards, two, we need seven yards, just for a two-yard pass. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I mean, it's like, it's like you, hear that, you, you hear the song, fail to the Chiefs, they can't get a first down. Fail to the Chiefs, they're gonna punt again, because Alex Smith doesn't have an arm. Kareem Hunt has vanished too, and Andy Reid doesn't know what he's doing. The Chiefs are gonna lose again. The beginning of the season, too, they were getting praised a lot offensively for how creative it was, and they had incorporated some some college schemes, and they kept running shovel passes to the tight end, and it kind of seems like the league just figured it out. Yeah, and uh, it, their offense is painful to watch. Painful to watch. Alex Smith, get one more week? Uh, if I was uh, Reed, I'd, I'd certainly put uh, Patrick Mahomes in there right now. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, Andy Reid's sticking with him, so... We'll see what they do against the goddamn Jets on uh, this week in the Meadowlands. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprising if Patrick Mahomes found his way into the lineup or into the into the game this week. And his father was 8-0 with the Mets in 1999, so it will be a good spot for him to start against the uh, New York teams. Won the, he won the game that Bobby Valentine wore a fake mustache. Yes, he did. <laughs> I'll remember that one forever, no? Fun fact. Listen to the Thanksgiving episode. I, I think that's pretty much what we had up to the Broncos game. What a fight that was. That was uh, some fight. Uh, uh, Vance Joseph, he's having the time of his life. Look what's happened to the AFC West. Everyone thought that was going to be one of the best divisions in football. I mean, the Chiefs have, have, have after a 5-0 start, have just have turned into Cleveland Browns. The Raiders are, like, scuffling along. The Chargers are the hottest team all of a sudden. They were 0-4. Remember, they were 0-4. Now they're 5-6. and They... They spanked the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and next they have the Browns. But they better watch out for the Browns. The Browns beat them last year. The only win that the Browns had in the last 30 games is against this, yeah, with the Chargers. Now they're the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, but they're the San Diego Chargers last year. So <laughs> maybe the, the, the move will help them. Do we like the Chargers at all? I mean, they've got a pretty good defense, maybe even a great defense with Bosa and Ingram. They got a couple good corners, and they've got a pretty good offense too. But nobody throws a tantrum like, uh, like uh, Witcher McCall. Delhi Rivers. Philip uh, Philip Rivers. He he finds ways to lose games. 
This is what's going to happen. And this has happened a couple of times before. The Chargers are going to be something like 9-7. and seven. They're going to be coming in hot. And everyone's going to call them the team that nobody wants to face in the playoffs. And then they're either going to lose in the first or second round. Yep, that's that's the Chargers, uh, the Charger way. That's the Charger. That's the Chargers franchise. Uh, in a summary, nine and seven could get you in in the AFC. You might have to go at least eleven and five in the NFC. Yeah, it's a lot better. It's a lot deeper. Teams like the Cowboys are gonna Cowboys, Seahawks, Falcons. Teams like that could miss the look playoffs. at the AF, look at the NFC right now. You got the uh, the uh, Broncos at seven, the Falcons at seven and four. Seahawks are at seven and four. The uh, Cowboys are five and six. The uh, Lions are six and five. I mean, these are teams are still in it, and the five and six teams are in big trouble because you got two seven and four teams. One of these seven and four teams is not going to make it. You got the uh, the uh, Panthers eight and three, the Saints eight and three, the Rams eight and three, the Vikings nine and two, the Eagles ten and one, and over here in the AFC. Six and five, six and five, five and six, five and six, four and seven, four and seven, three and eight. Uh, then you got over here, you got seven and four, seven and four, five and six, three and eight, nine and two. Uh, tonight's game will determine after five, five and six, six and five. And you got these two direct teams. I mean, AFC right now is terrible. Right now, are the Jaguars the three seed? No. The three or four? Five. The Jaguars? Oh, because yep. they lost, so the Titans are in control now? Titans uh, Titans have the same record, and they won their one meeting so far. The The Jaguars got screwed over by a Blaine Gabbert revenge game. They got screwed over by Blake Bortles sucking. That as well. <laughs> yeah, Blake Bortles is not good. You know, if the, if the Jaguars had a good quarterback... They'd actually be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Would you say they're the best defense in the league? No. I say they're a good defense. Might be the best defense in the AFC, mm-hmm. but not the best defense in the league. Minnesota? Yeah, I'd put Minnesota ahead of them. Yeah, and Well, Seattle banged up, I think. You know, that definitely. Well, Jackson's see, Seattle, ba- Seattle banged up. I don't count them right yeah. now. Uh, I think the Rams have a decent defense. They do. So I might put the Rams ahead of them too, but I I definitely put the Vikings ahead of them. What do you make of the the Rams Saints games? That was the the premier game of the day. Just like last week, I thought the Vikings would win because it was in Minnesota, and this week the Rams won because it's in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You got you got two teams that are about evenly skill wise, and then sometimes it's it's who's ever the home team is going to win that game and. The Rams got the home game and got the win. What you said about the Rams defense, and they, they have Wade Phillips this year, right, for D coordinator? Yes. He's kind of been underrated. He was with Denver when they won two years yep. ago. Yep. It's a, it's a good addition for him. Why did Broncos let him go? To, I, don't, I have that, no idea. Yeah. He wasn't great, obviously, with Dallas as a head coach, but I think the defense, since he's been a D coordinator, I, you I believe, know. Uh, there are a lot of people that are like that. He that are not good defensive. They're not good head coaches, but are good coordinators. Mm-hmm. Rex. Uh, Rex. Uh, Wade Phillips has coached the head coach a couple of places. He was head coach at one time in uh, Buffalo. Uh, he was uh, head coach in Denver at one time too. That's uh, Kamara put a put a bow on the rookie of the year race. 
we we think, right? He's definitely got it ahead of him. He's definitely yeah. well ahead. I just want to take a minute to remember Deshaun Watson. I am still so bummed he got hurt. Uh, of all the injuries this year, that one that one hit me hardest. Yeah, he probably would have been rookie of the year if he didn't get hurt. With Kareem Hunt's uh, disappearing, di- disappearing act. Mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt and Alex Smith, both of them did the Homer Simpson. They're fading back into the bushes right now. They're not yeah. to be hurt from. Yep. So you had a trivia question about Kamara? Yep. So he's the first player since this player with 500 wrestling yards and 500 receiving yards in their first 11 games. Who is it? Of their career? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Matt Forte? Nope. Reggie Bush? Nope. Barry Sanders? Nope. You're getting closer. Old timer? Emmett Smith? Mm-hmm. O.J. Simpson? Nope. You're right there. Marcus Allen? Mm-mm. Eric Dickerson? Nope. Larry Zonka? <laughs> no. Any last guesses? No. Herschel Walker? Another one that's... Was the rookie elsewhere? <laughs> what? He was Fuck where? you, Sawyer. He played three years in the USFL. It has to count. Doesn't count. And that it fell. does count. And if you count his USFL stats, he should be in the Hall of Fame because he rushed for 2,600 yards with the New Jersey Generals, owned by Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I still got my New Jersey Generals pennant hanging above my closet door. It's right in back of me. Yeah, you got to stop coming with these bullshit questions. You guys got to just get the answers right. They're not really rookies. He and he didn't win rookie of the year because he was not eligible to win rookie of the year. Be better, Frank. I was watching the the Sunday night game. We addressed it a little bit. Steelers Packers, but you know, I'm sure you're gonna throw some old timers at me. But I'm curious where a guy like Antonio Brown rates for you all time because you were hating on Adrian Peterson when when we brought this up with running backs. But outside of Calvin Johnson, Antonio Brown's the best that I've ever seen. But I'm, 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 there's an age difference, obviously. Not even top 10 ever? That I've seen, he, yeah, no. He's the best of a generation, though, right? No. He's the best right now. Mm, he might be the best right now because Larry Fitzgerald is old. But Larry Fitzgerald's better than him. I mean, look at the team he's played with. And he's a, a, a no-doubt Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, no, no disrespect to Larry Fitz. I just... I think feel like Antonio Brown because of his size. He gets he's not thought of as a typical you know X receiver. I mean he's good. I won't deny that, but I just seen so many great receivers: <laughs> Rice, Harrison, Reggie Wayne. I mean uh, Terrell yes. Owens, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Who I I think if he ever oh no Frank I think if Odell Beckham Jr. ever got serious about playing football and committed, he'd be he'd be the best. But best. I don't think he's serious and he's not committed. Best of this generation or best of all time? Best of this generation. Yeah, okay. no one's ever going to be better, better of all time. Yeah, and I wasn't saying A. Brown is, you know, best of all time or even top five or anything. I was just curious where... I mean, Irvin, Tim yeah. Brown. I mean, I, he, he's up there, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't call him an all-timer yet. Yeah. 
You know, he's him and then Larry Fitz, like you said, and then I think Calvin, too, for, for this generation are, are the three that come to mind. Yeah. Calvin Johnson, another player that didn't play on a good team ever. Just got sick of the Lions, like Barry. Yeah. Let's talk some college. This was uh, a big weekend chaos. for college football. Chaos, chaos, chaos. The conference championships are going to be very, very interesting this year. This is uh, a hugely important week. I mean, obviously it is every year, but but even more so this year. You know, you can't really feel great about uh, any other teams going into it. There are, there are certain teams that if they win, they're, it's a lock. Then they're in. Yeah, it, Wisconsin, who's undefeated, obviously. Clemson, Clemson, obviously. Oklahoma, if they win, obviously. And then that fourth team is just anyone's guess. Uh, Ohio State, if they beat Wisconsin, they'll get in, and that could push Bama back in, even though they don't play in the SEC championship game. Uh, the winner of the SEC championship game, you have to think, is going to be in. I mean, Auburn beat Bama. Georgia would only have one loss, so if Georgia beats Auburn, they'll be in. It's it's like it's a, it's a mad scramble, and if uh, if like if like TCU beats Oklahoma, that's going to push them out. TCU won't get in, so that will push the Big Twelve out of the, the picture, and Alabama will definitely probably get in. Uh, if uh, Ohio State beats Wisconsin, they're going to kick and scream that we should get in. Uh, even though they have two losses, and uh, Auburn will, if Auburn beats Georgia, you might have two two loss teams in there. If TCU beats Oklahoma, you'll have three two loss teams in there, and all of a sudden Alabama will be number one again, or Clemson. It's it's just a mad, it's going to be a mad scramble. If 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 things if 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 things go like they did went this week, it's going to be a mad scramble. And I have news for you: Ohio State's going to beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin played nobody all year, and Ohio State is heating up. Now, if JT Barrett's hurt, maybe that will change things up a little bit, and then Wisconsin will have to consider themselves the luckiest team on the face of the earth. Meanwhile, you've got Central Florida, who's not lost a game. Their coach is about to to leave. Is is trying to is 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 campaigning for the Nebraska job while he's getting ready for the the, uh, the American Athletic Conference championship game. Pure, pure, pure madness. And it just feels like somehow, someway, Bama's going to weasel their way into oh, this. Yes, they are but, weasels. It's yeah. Nick Satan. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I think it's, you know, when, like, people say baseball's better when the Yankees are good, football and the Cowboys are good. I do. It would be weird not having Bama in there. There's two reasons why the Dolphins have been just a total cluster fuck since the last 20 years. There's two reasons. Mm-hmm. One... Ricky Williams decided to uh, smoke the ganj to play football. Now, everyone's attitudes have changed in 16 years since he uh, retired, announced his retirement because he wanted to smoke marijuana in 2004 now, 13 years ago. Now now it's it's almost legal in a lot of states. It's about to become legal in New Jersey, too. Uh, it, it's, it completely turned around, and even now they're starting to say that marijuana – might help alleviate concussions and might be better for players than getting all these like pain medications and might help players with their uh, head injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's at least one or two studies that could help them with this. So everyone's attitude's completely changed on that. So Ricky Williams is ahead of his time. Now, 
of course you know they were going to have trouble replacing Dan Marino. So they've gone through a litany of quarterbacks. Some of them decent, some of them terrible, some of them god-awful. But Nick Saban had the choice. And it was like the old, let's make a deal. They had to get the curtains on there. You got one quarterback who's coming off of a devastating complete knee injury where no players ever recovered from tearing all four ligaments. And you got this other quarterback who has an arm injury. He looks like he'd be able to play. He looks good. Who are you going to choose? I'll choose the guy with the knee injury. He's tall. You uh, and, and did you have that guy come out from uh, Indiana Jones in the uh, Temple of uh, India? What was that? The, uh, the Last Crusade or the Holy Grail there? You have chosen poorly. And uh, Nick Saban drinks, uh, drinks, and, and the dolphins crumble like that old man in the uh, uh, Indiana Jones movie. That, because he chose Dante Culpepper. <laughs> I was going to ask, who are the two quarterbacks? The other choice was Drew Brees. Mm, that hurts. Drew Brees. And Dan Marino told him, signed Brees. He's healthier. He'll be better. And Culpepper, his knee, he's never recovered from his knee injury. And he was out of the league like a year or two later. He it was only with the Dolphins one year. And it, his knee... He tore, he didn't just tell it, he tore his in ACL, he tore his MCL, he tore his PCL, and he tore his LCL. He tore all four ligaments in his knee. So basically, his knee was rubber. Safe to say you're not a Nick Saban fan? And then, uh, yeah, and then out the door, he told he, his last move is uh, Miami Dolphin. Hey, bro, hey, uh, Bill. <laughs> I, I didn't like playing against you. You're my best friend, and I, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, me coaching against you twice a year was compromising our our, our friendship. So here, I'm going to make a trade for you. Just give me a fifth round draft pick. I'm going to give you West Welker just out of the goodness of my heart. And of course, you know the Dolphins. What gets me is he. They had a bye week. And uh, Mike Shula was the coach of Alabama before he got there. Mm-hmm. And they went uh, on like a, uh, a scouting trip, they called it, to go see uh, with Don Shula, to go see uh, Alabama play. And meanwhile, Nick Saban's, while he's uh, pretending to be on a scouting trip, is like saying, Alabama, get me out of here. I want you and the Dolphins are left with Cam Cameron as their coach. They go 1-15. I mean, they were like a Cleveland Browns season where they, they won one game in overtime on like a late touchdown pass. They had players like Cleo Lemon playing for them that year. They, they had a Monday night game against the Steelers. The final score is 3 nothing. The most memorable game thing about that game is it was played in like a, a driving rainstorm, and the ball, uh, someone punted the ball, and the guy like, Stuck in the mud, like landed, like 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 landed completely in the mud. Yeah, it's funny. I can't even picture uh, Saban, you know, coaching in the NFL uh, nowadays. It feels like it was even longer ago than it was. Anyways, speaking of these uh, title games coming out this weekend, we had a question at Alec underscore Vigliatore. 
wants to know, even if Wisconsin beats Ohio State, would they stand a chance against a team like Auburn or Clemson who play so well against the run? Absolutely none. Wisconsin's a paper tiger. Mm-hmm. They they play the 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 uh, you know the the Big Ten is, is in two divisions, and the division they were in was not good this year. I mean, Nebraska was awful. Nebraska was had their worst year in the history of Nebraska. I mean, uh, their coaches uh, their coach got fired, and now uh, like I said, Central Florida's coach wants to wants that job. What do you think of the the coaching moves with Chip Kelly? And then the the well remembered Greg Schiano Tennessee era. Uh, uh, you knew Chip Kelly was going to land somewhere. I That's a good spot a, for him. I thought Florida would have been a good spot. I guess though he's a Pac-10 guy, so or Pac-12 guy. So uh, I I think he's going to be successful in UCLA. I think he could get some interesting players down there. And uh, with the uh, USC, oh, he's a good rivalry. That's going to be a a good fight for players between those two schools. I think I think that's good for college football that UCLA got Chip Kelly because that would be nice if they could become you know really relevant again. And then Jim Mora Jr. Oof, uh, diddly poo. <laughs> I, I was hey. ready for that Rosen kid to be good too, and I was kind of bummed he wasn't. No, he was good. Their their defense is like the worst in college football. You th- you think Rosen's uh, an NFL prospect? Oh yeah, he'll be like. He'll be picked. Uh, he'll be a uh, top five pick. Yeah, I thought people were down on like him and Darnold. Now they are a little down on them, but I think they just got the arm. And when they get to the combines, they'll uh, they'll their stock will rise again. People like him. Yeah, uh, Darnold was a lot of turnovers. Oh, do you hear Travis? You know what Darnold said, don't you? What about He's, the about the Browns? Yeah, he says if they get the number one pick, I'm st- I might be. I to come back from my senior year. When uh, oh, Cleveland's where quarterbacks go to die. So uh, can't yes. blame them there. <laughs> and and they, they, they what's sad is they, they they don't draft right, and they've had all these quarterbacks over the years. What they should do is have like that old song, that old like song they sung it about these homeless kids in the uh, or uh, missing kids in the nineties, and it was. One away train never come back. Wrong way on a one. And they would show like these missing kids, and they had their pictures up there. <laughs> have you seen me? Have you seen me? What they should do is have that for the Browns quarterbacks. Run away train never coming back. Wrong way on a wrong way track. And they have like Tim Couch, Jake Delhomme, both. The Cowan Brothers, seems like I should be getting somewhere. But I'm neither here or there. On a way train, never come back. Terrell Pryor and all the different quarterbacks over the years. Uh, I mean, who was it? Brandon Whedon, uh, Brian Hoyer, Ken Dorsey, Brady Quinn. And, of course, you have a picture of Johnny Mantell. Pass out like this. Drooling on herself, pissed on all his pants. <laughs> I mean, Brown fans were like, "We got Daddy football." Dude. I mean, think about Daddy football. Jo- Johnny Mansell, his freshman year, wins the Heisman. Everyone's Johnny football, future football. Johnny football. <laughs> Drafted number twenty-two. All the Brown fans are going, "We got our franchise quarterback." And his first day, all of a sudden, it was like. 
It was like the most Cleveland thing ever. I mean, it's like his career was like a rocket just went. And we did the cover watch. He's like, no, get out of here, Johnny Football, no. I mean, my the favorite story about Johnny Manziel is at the end of his career, he says, I got a concussion. I can't play this week. But you didn't report a concussion. I got a concussion. I got a report this week. And the Browns are playing their last game. Meanwhile, Johnny Manziel's going, Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva. 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 Oh, shit. I pissed myself again. Las Vegas. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful. The fact that he did, he was number 22 pick. It's the only thing that keeps him from being an epic, epic bust. Is mm-hmm. if just like a top five pick, he'd be considered one of the worst football picks of all time. He'd be up there with uh, Purple Drank, Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. Remember Purple Drank? <laughs> you see that Stephen A. Smith clip that he has one where he's just berating Russell for stealing money from the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this was a guy that was like everyone says. This is the prototypical next quarterback. He's the next level. Big arm. Big arm. And then uh, he like never got serious. And then he's on the sideline there drinking uh, cough syrup. <laughs> that was an Al Davis pick. He probably saw him throw the ball like 60, 70 yards and fell in love with and it. And then by the end of his career, he's like almost as fat as Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> Sorry, what do you have for a college question? Uh, I got two college Trivia questions. First one is, who was the first player to win the Heisman Trophy more than once? Oh, there's only been one, Archie Griffin. There you go. The years? 74-75. For Ohio State. Uh, Next question is, which team has the most players drafted in the first round of the NFL draft? Which college team? Notre Dame. No. Alabama. Nope. USC. There you go. Jesus. Really? USC? Yep. Got a couple bad quarterbacks mixed in there. A couple decent ones. You know, and if, and those three schools I mentioned are probably all in, like, the top five. Oh, yeah. Would USC be more current? In the, it would have to be, like, the 2000s on, right? No, no, no. They've always been good. Oh, never mind. Edit that out. <laughs> uh, Think about this. Who's the most famous player ever to go to USA? Matt Leinert. No. no. Palmer? Um, O.J. Simpson. Mm. I mean, we yeah, you guys only think of O.J. Simpson, the murderer. Yeah. O.J. Simpson, the, the memorabilia stealer. But, you yeah. know, O.J. Simpson was is probably in the top 10 greatest running backs in the history of the NFL. Won the He's on the trophy. Bills, right? Yes. He won the Heisman Trophy. He was the first NFL player to rush for 2,000 yards. He'd rush for like, like, had like 1,500 yards a season. I mean, the, the Bills didn't have much of a team around him, so they only went to the playoffs once. And then he quietly ended his career with the Niners his last two years. But he was an all-pro like five, six years in a row, leading, and he led the NFL in rushing like three or four times in the early seven, in the, like the, from like 1970. To 75. Wow. That's why we need Frank around, sir. OJ Simpson was great. And then you had a lot of other good players from USC. Uh, 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 Ronnie Lott. Anthony Munoz. 
they've won count they've won like four or five national championships before in the 70s and 60s they were a good team in the 60s and 70s especially and then they were good in the 30s 40s and 50s usc <laughs> has been historically a great program uh, okay there, there we go a little history uh, lesson Big weekend for football wrapping up. Big weekend ahead, especially for the college game. I would say this is maybe the weekend of the year where we get a little more excited for college than NFL, Frank. Yeah, maybe because of the conference championships. Yeah. I haven't looked at the NFL schedule. I can't. No games jump to mind. The game you say Philly and the Ram play in a couple weeks, that's got game of the year potential on it. We got uh, Eagles, Seahawks next week. Yeah. That's somewhat interesting. We got uh, the uh, the Browns at 0-11 facing the team <laughs> they beat last year, the uh, now Los Angeles Chargers. There we go. Uh, Want to help out the pod? We're at Frank the Tank Pod on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Subscribe, rate, leave a review. Check out our Twitter page. We'll be posting teasers all week of, uh, of some of the best things Frank has to say. Um, thanks to everyone who's listening. And uh, Frank, buddy, hope you have a good week. All right, see you next week.